Did you know that Americans eat more than 300 million sandwiches a day? Considering that the population of America is around 330 million, that is an astonishing number of consumption per people. About as many sandwiches per day as people. Here in the UK, the metrics are taken by money spent. So in 2019, according to the stats recorded by Consumer Goods and FMCG on Statista.com, we spent £557.31 million on sandwiches, rolls, and baguettes. However, in 2020, we spent £373.75 million. That decrease is probably due to lockdown measures and a lot of us working from home past year, which makes me wonder. The only way these stats are recorded must be by sandwich sales through shops and delis. So imagine overall how many more sandwiches we are having at home in the US, the UK, and elsewhere. Hi everyone, Momus Najmi here, and today I have for you the story of sandwich. Let's dig in, shall we? The name Sandwich first appeared in the 18th century, made popular by the 4th Earl of Sandwich, John Montagu. Sandwich is a historic town and civil parish in the Dover district of Kent. Yeah, you heard it right, Sandwich is a place in the southeast of England. Now legend has it that John had a serious gambling problem, often gambling for hours at a time at London's Beef Steak Club at a card table. So it was during one of his gambling binges that he came up with a request from his house cook. to make him something to eat that doesn't involve him leaving the table. He famously loved his meat and bread, so much so that he ate it constantly. So meat stuck in between two slices of bread seemed a perfect idea. That creation took off immediately. And just a few months later, a man named Edward Gibbon, an English historian, writer, and member of parliament, mentioned Sandwich by name in a diary entry, writing that he had seen 20 or 30 of the first men of the kingdom in a restaurant eating them. Of course, John Montagu and his cook were hardly the first people to have come up with the concept of a sandwich. It is believed that John must have got his idea from his time in the Mediterranean. in Turkey and Greece where meze platters were served dips cheeses and meats were all sandwiched between and on layers of pita bread that means sandwich go way back before the earl popularized the name so let's cut the crust off this story a little deeper It is believed by food historians that perhaps the history of sandwiches go as far back as the 1st century with Hillel the Elder, a famous rabbi, sage and scholar associated with the development of the Mishnah and the Talmud. They believe he made the first recorded sandwich. He mixed some apples, nuts and spices with some wine and put it between two matzahs. Sounds tempting to be honest. Now, between 6th to 16th century through some records is observed that people used breads as plates they put meat and vegetables onto some bread and ate with their fingers 
These were the first open sandwiches and they called them trenchers. Now during the 18th century we then have our fourth Earl of Sandwich making the sandwiches of today popular. It is not until the end of the late 18th century that the humble sandwich moved into general society where it was predominantly eaten as a supper food for late night balls and similar events. During the 19th century dining habits changed again. Midday dinner moved later and later into the day. The hot supper declined and was replaced with lighter dishes made out of cold ingredients, often leftovers, which to be honest are the perfect ingredients for a sandwich. So the sandwich moved on and became a regular fixture of evening suppers, teas and family picnics. In 1837, Eliza Leslie, an American author of popular cookbooks, wrote a cookbook titled Directions for Cookery. In it, she had a recipe for ham sandwiches and goes something like this. Cut some thin slices of bread and ham. Butter the bread. Put the ham between two slices with some mustard. Eat for lunch or supper. To get your culinary juices flowing, let me tell you about some amazing sandwiches from various countries. Here in the UK, one of the most famous would be a bacon buddy. A simple sandwich with buttered bread and bacon, with a bit of red or brown sauce. And for something extra, you can stick in a bit of fried egg. Simple and perfect. Next we travel to Japan to eat katsusando and it is basically a cutlet sandwich of chicken, beef or mainly pork cutlet on white bread. There are some brilliant videos on how to make it on YouTube. My favorite one is the one shown by Adam Liao. And now, churipan from Argentina and that is grilled chorizo in a bread with chimichurri or some mustard. As simple and amazing as that. Fourth on the list is the all-time favorite. The cheeseburger, made popular by the Americans. In its simplest form, it is a beef patty with cheese in a bun. But it can be so, so much more. One of the best recipes has to be Gordon Ramsay's for me personally. Also check out his steak sandwich recipe. That is heavenly. And also check out Certified Angus Beef Brand Kitchen on YouTube. Their burgers recipes are also amazing. Next one is banh mi from Vietnam. It's a bread, the French style baguette that makes it crusty on the outside, soft and fluffy on the inside. With fillings of pickled green papaya, herbs, a mix of pork cuts, homemade farmhouse pate and chili sauce. Check out Andrea Quinn's recipe for it. Now there are lobster rolls from the States. Croque-Madame from France, Varapao from India, Ban Kebabs from Pakistan, the Turkish Donor Kebabs and Bifana from Portugal. But I'm going to end this with my all-time favorite, something I grew up with in Kuwait, and that's the Shawarma. An Arab dish originating from Levant, modern-day Israel, Cairo, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon and Iraq. What it is, is seasoned meat on a rotating spit. 
Now that meat could be chicken, lamb, beef or even camel, thinly cut and served as a sandwich or wrap in a flat bread such as pita or lafa. Now you can have hummus or any yogurt garlic sauce or tahini or whatever you want inside. There are also vegetable ones um, with falafel and aubergine and other cooked vegetables inside. Mm. Now I'm hungry. Here are some other interesting facts related to sandwiches. Number one, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, a sandwich must contain at least 35% cooked meat and no more than 50% bread. Hmm, interesting. Number two, Iran tried to get into the Guinness Book of World Records by making the world's largest sandwich but people started eating it before it could be officially measured. So they failed. Number three. In 2003, a man in Belgium stole diamonds worth $100 million from a vault that was protected by multiple security mechanisms, including a lock with 100 million possible combination, a seismic sensor, Doppler radar, infrared heat detectors, and a magnetic field. He was caught because he left a partially eaten sandwich near the crime scene which was used as a DNA evidence. What an idiot. Number 4. A Chicago man once robbed a subway and then crossed the street to buy a pot belly sandwich with the money. <laughs> the cheek of it. Number 5. Elvis Presley flew to Denver and back one night just to pick up a fool's gold loaf. It is an 8,000 calorie sandwich made from a hollowed out loaf filled with entire jar of peanut butter. Yeah, that's right. An entire jar of peanut butter, one whole jar of jelly and a pound of bacon. Yeah, fish. Number six. In 1927, MGM's Lion was in a plane crash and survived on milk, water, and sandwiches. <laughs> Number 7. According to researchers at Newcastle University, a bacon sandwich can cure a hangover. <laughs> I knew it. Number 8. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches were originally considered a delicacy, only enjoyed by those of the upper class. Yeah, it still is. Number 9. John Young, the pilot of Gemini 3, was reprimanded for smuggling a corned beef sandwich onto the spacecraft. Number 10. The United States is considered the origin of at least 60 different kinds of sandwiches. Well, thank you, US of A.
So that folks was a brief history of sandwiches with sides. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And now that you are all definitely hungry, make your sandwich worth eating. Next time, I will dig up some facts about the Loch Ness monster. Until then, take care, be good, and thank you so much for listening.